Good evening and happy Halloween. Today is October 31st and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is How It Works, step four, and our speaker tonight is the sunny Eileen L. Thank you, Eileen. Take it away. Uh, thank you, Ian. Hi. Hi, everybody. My name is Eileen and I am a recovering, recovered compulsive overeater. And it is a pleasure to be here tonight. Thank you, Lisa, for asking me to lead tonight. Um, Halloween is a great night to share tonight. And um, I want to congratulate everybody who is here on Halloween. It is the, the first of the trifecta, right, of our holidays. Um, and if this is your first abstinent Halloween, congratulations. Um, and uh, if you are joining us for the second abstinent Halloween, <laughs> congratulations. Um, it's wonderful um, to be abstinent during the holidays. And this is definitely the best place to be during the holidays. So welcome. Um, I do want to uh, talk about Halloween. I am wearing, uh, my costume tonight is a sun. Um, I don't know if you can see it. It's a, it's a crown, a sun crown. Um, and I have a shirt on that says, here comes the sun. And I have a, a bracelet that says, here comes the sun. Um, because the sun is my, is my favorite thing. Um, and uh, sunlight of the spirit is where I like to walk today. Um, and the song, Here Comes the Sun, is, is, my, is the song that I try to live by um, because, you know, here comes the sun. It's all right. It's all right. And I just, and just warms my heart. So what I'd like to do is start out with my pictures so you get an idea of um, what it was like, uh, what happened, and then we can talk about what it's like now. So. Um, I'm going to share my pictures. It's just one big picture. Um, here we go. All right. So here you go. So we're going to start off with on the left here. Um, you have me hugging Bob's big boy, which you have my two favorite loves here. We've got um, my food, love of food, and then my other program, which is uh, relationships. So here we got, uh, this all started out very early for me. Um, and then me with, of course, you know, eating. Um, and then here, as I got a little bit older, we can see the disease got me over um, 200 pounds. Um, and as I started eating my way, um, as uh, the disease started getting louder and louder, um, and uh, uh, I just couldn't um, manage life very well. Um, and so I just started eating more and more and more. And I'll talk a little bit more about that um, as I get more into my story. Um, and then here, here is this last year in recovery. Um, and uh, as the sunlight of the spirit starts entering my life and the happiness and the joy that I get to experience um, as much as I'm willing to be present in, in my life today. So I am, um, I'm going to turn off my sharing so I can see all your beautiful faces. And here we go. Okay. So, um, all right. So, um, as, so my chapter is how it works and step four. Um, I'm going to focus a little bit more on how it works and how that kind of related 
to my life, um, I do love how it works. And what I like more, the most about how it works is um, I love talking about resentment uh, because I really believe that I, I love using resentment as an excuse for everything in my life. And I, I have used that. Um, and um, what it talks about in how it works is um, our, our troubles, we think it says, are basically of my own making. Basically, also what I want to tell you what I, uh, what I do in a lot of the big book is that I change almost all of the words to where it says our to my, where it says we to I. So, um, so I have here, so, our, so my troubles, I think, are basically of my own making. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so when I look back at my life, and I think about, you know, where my issues, you know, where my issues came from, um, you know, I can absolutely, I look at, you know, my, I'm a, I'm a latchkey kid, uh, my parents got divorced really early. Um, and I, and I, I used food from very early age um, to, to loneliness. I was very lonely. I spent a lot of time by myself. And, um, and as I, as I was getting older, um, I, I was, I always felt that the reason that I never um, got the golden prize of life was because of my weight. And I, I never tried that hard for anything. I just assumed that because I was overweight, that was like a get out of jail free card in this kind of strange way. Um, because I was overweight, I could never get good grades. I, I just like I, I, I they, they were together for some reason. Um, I was overweight, so I could never get um, a boyfriend. I was overweight, so I um, could never be popular. I was overweight. Like it didn't matter if if I was a nice person or if I had anything to offer or even. I couldn't be smart because I was overweight. Like these were the, the messages that I told myself. Um, and so for many, many, many years, this is what happened. Um, and I was very angry and I was very resentful. And I created lots of stories in my head to, to become um, over a hundred pounds overweight. So I've been an Overeaters Anonymous for many years in and out. Um, and I would come in and I would leave and I would come in and I would leave. Um, and, um, and, uh, and, and I think, well, why did I leave? Why would I leave? And I, I would find some reason um, to be resentful. You know, somebody in the room, I didn't like what they had to say, or I didn't like the way, you know, I would always find some reason why I didn't fit in, which is the story of my life why I didn't fit in, why something didn't work for me. Um, and so also in how it works, um, what I love most about it today and how my life is different today is that if I really, if I really sit into how it works, I no longer can be a victim. And that is something that I choose to live my life in today. It is now I am learning to take responsibility for all parts of my life. Um, so 
it talks about how, you know, for the, for our fourth step, we go on this fact finding, you know, we launch into this fourth step and we, um, you know, we uh, go on this, you know, vigorous action of a personal house, house cleaning, you know, we, we no longer are allowed to kind of rest on our laurels and, um, and, uh, and it's time to really look at like our part and stuff. And, um, and if that is something, you know, if, and, and I like not being a victim and that is new. That is new for me. I always liked being a victim and I now don't like being a victim and it's really uncomfortable for me. So all those years when I was a hundred pounds overweight, I enjoyed it. I loved saying, well, I'm going to eat because life is really hard right now. And I'm going to eat because of this reason and that reason. And I'm not saying that I'm a perfect human being and that I don't eat for comfort or I don't eat for this or don't eat for that because I'm not perfect. Although I am willing to look at it. I am willing to have a conversation about it. I am willing to grow along spiritual lines, as I say. And what does that mean? That means that it's like, okay, God, let's talk about this. Like what's going on? Let's write about it. Let's do, you know, let's talk about it at night, you know, in my, in my inventory, what's really going on underneath. I'm no longer a victim to the circumstances around me. And that is, this, this program is not for the weak, <laughs> but I am in it, right? I'm in it because, because I like what's on the other side. I like feeling really good. I like feeling that feeling when I come to this meeting. So I, somebody asked me about this meeting, this meeting in particular, somebody said like, you always seem so happy. When I come to the CYOC meeting, I, I love this meeting and I love seeing your faces because I love, I love you guys. And it makes me feel good and I feel connected and I love feeling connected and I can only feel connected when I'm not in my binge food, when I'm not overeating. And when I'm not acting out behaviorally inappropriately, and that means looking at my character defects all the time, like, and, and that a lot has to do with today, writing my review at night and assessing my character defects. So the next day, I'm not participating in that. It also means stepping out of my comfort zone. So this is really what I believe too. And I call myself out on it because look, I know, and I said this in my review the other night, I know too much now. You know, when, when we've gone through the 12 steps, we know too much. We know that in order, I know, I know that in order to make changes in this program, I have to change something. I can't continue to say I'm having trouble with this food and then not do something about it. Because if I don't do something about it, the change is not gonna go, nothing's gonna change. It's not gonna go away. 
I can't continue to have a problem with somebody in my family and be upset about their behavior without me changing something about my behavior, or the way that I look at it or praying about it or talking to God about it or talking to another fellow about something. I cannot make changes without me making a change in any area. It all comes back to me. And that's what this program is, is taught me is that every day it is up to me to get up in the morning and decide, okay, Eileen, how are you going to utilize the steps in this program? And that's how it works for me. And that's how it works is, okay, let's look at your, let's look at all the areas of your life. Let's look at your resentment. Let's look at your anger. Let's look at your food. Let's look at where you can be of service. Let's look at your sponsees. Let's look at how honest you're being with your sponsor. Let's look at what's your relationship with God today. I mean, and and then what what is it going to look like? It is a daily decision that I have to choose. And then once I make that choice, of the kind of life that I want to live, then, then I get to wear this crown, <laughs> this, this beautiful sunlight and the spirit a crown. Because I like, you know, I said to my, I, I prayed, I prayed today because I'm, I was, I was seeing this, this theme recently where I'm, I'm having some negativity around me. And I have to look at what's going on. And I prayed, I said, God, please bring people around me who are positive because it is not good for me to have people that are negative around me. I only want people in my bubble that lift me up. I only want that because I need that for me. I can't afford, we can't afford to be angry. Now I can, I, I can be, I, it's important to me that I feel my feelings, really important to me. My sponsor reminds me all the time that it's important for me to feel my feelings because as an addict, I want to run away from my feelings. And that hundred pounds overweight is a clear indication of that. And, and that is using everything. I mean, I, I have used many things in my life to not feel feelings. And thank God we have whittled it down <laughs> just a few things. And now it's even, you know, keeps going down. But, <clears throat> but currently, you know, I want to use um, not uh, being present for my feelings. So I am being reminded that even that feeling feelings is important. So I am working on being sad and being, um, and it's okay to be mad. It's okay to have the feeling. So being present with the feeling. So it's five minute reminder. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's not only just using feeling. So now it's like, I'm not eating over them. I'm not using all these things, people, places, and things, right? It is, it is being present for the feeling. And so how do I do that? 
Well, first it's being honest, honest that I'm having them. So that that's a struggle in itself. No, I don't want to, I don't want to affirm that. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity that I get to say, okay, um, uh, okay, I'm having feelings and, um, and yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It feels really uncomfortable. I feel sad. I don't like feeling sad, um, but okay, I'm going to feel sad and I'm not going to wallow. This is the difference, you know, I, and I give myself like, um, like time, like, okay. Like the other day I said, you know, I'm going to give myself a day of crying and self-pity, but the next day it's done. It's done. And then I get um, right back in it because I, I can't, I, I, I don't, I choose not to, I chose not to, cause I don't, I don't want to live that life anymore. I don't, I choose not to live that life anymore. So, um, so I wanted to make sure that I had five minutes because I really wanted to make sure that um, I talked about higher power and God. And so, um, so I'm, I'm touching my crown, my sunlight. <laughs> crown. So, um, so yeah, so a uh, higher power. Um, so higher power to me is, is, is so much. It's um, I always say all those who have, you know, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. It's not tangible for me. So uh, all those who have the highest and best intention for me, who was ever out there, um, you know, whatever I, I do say God a lot. So God, you know, whatever it is you want for me, please show me. And it's, I'm looking up, right. Cause this is what I do. This is me in this spot almost every day. Okay. God, you know, what is it you want for me today? And I, and I hold my hands up and I look around and I say, okay, you know, help me, you know, nourish my body with the right foods, help me be of service. Who you want me to be of service to, um, please help me be the best mom. Please help me be, um, you know, a good daughter, a good family member. Please help me be a good friend. You know, show me what it is you want me to do today. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on that I'm not a particularly a particular fan of going on in my life, but you know, I don't, I don't know. So this is like every morning. This is these my my arms. I this is what I do. Like this is I lean in action. Like okay, what is it you want? Um, and that's how I start my day off. And I with meditation. Uh, and a meditation is like I pick a, I pick a meditation. I've got lots of apps. And um and it's really I listen to something and I I hold my heart and I really lead a lot from my heart. I'm very. Uh, I'm very touchy feely. I'm very warm and fuzzy. And that is Eileen. I am a hugger. <laughs> you know, I am emotional. And that is just, you know, and thank God a lot of people in these rooms are too, because, um, because it's very helpful for me. It's very helpful for me. So um, anyways, um, so I just kind of do take as much direction as I can. Um, I'm very lucky to have found people who guide me uh, through, you know, into what the next steps are. Um, I'm lucky that I have a sponsor who is um, loving and kind and, um, and is flexible uh, with this program and, and allows me to be exactly who I can be in this program. Um, I do not believe in black and white in spirituality, and I I have an amazing 11th step that I get to write every night, and it's beautiful, and it's me, and um, I love this program. I believe in in being authentic, and everybody has their own way, 
And I love that I can have my own way. Um, and it's a beautiful program. And it's my program. It's my program. And, I, and it's working. And I love it. And I love being clean and abstinent. And I love, I love this meeting. And, um, and I love you guys. And happy Halloween. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you very much, Eileen. All right. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute share. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. Reminder that it's step four, how it works. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. For the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. Cool, cool, thank you. If the speaker is asked the question, please allow three minutes for the answer. And uh, we are going to stop at 8.47 um, so that we can have some unrecorded shares. But for now, um, Sarah G, you will be first. Take it away. Hi, I'm Sarah G from Washington, D.C. Um, I mean, I was very intrigued by your engagement with your body when you're setting your intention for the day. I'm kind of trying to figure out how, especially in the morning when I'm waking up, how to really Know, push the, I often wake up with the worst thoughts and so how to push that reset button so I've got my like 12 steppy big bookie mind going and I was just over I was kind of you know I'm using gestures because I'm trying to engage myself the same way I saw you engaging yourself and I just I want to hear more about that I like yeah I just want to hear more about that please thank you thank you Sarah um well, I'm, I happen to be a morning person. So it's easy for me to be like, good morning, you know? <laughs> so that just comes naturally for me. Um, but if if that is not like, I would be like, if, if, if I was not a morning person and if you were more like a night person, maybe at night, that is when all this happens for you. Like maybe that's your golden spot. But in the morning, if it's, if, if I were not a morning person and I did not feel like that spiritual experience in the morning, I would be like, you know what, God, this, this effing sucks. And I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here, but this is what I'm supposed to do. And I need you to bring the spirit in because this is like, I'm not feeling it, you know, but I would find your sweet spot. And I would ask higher power to just show you like where, like where it is. And you know what? That's my way your way may be like so much cooler and better and like way like different and neat and fun and exciting and like and like maybe it's like outside and like next to a flower or something right like who knows or a different time of day um but that's what i that's what i think All right, thank you for the question and thank you for the answer. Angela G, you are up next, you have the floor. Hey everyone, I am Angela, gratefully recovered, compulsive overeater and bulimic. 
for this evening. Um, what a beautiful meeting. Um, thank you, all those who are doing service. Eileen, so wonderful hearing from you. You're, the energy I feel, um, the positivity, uh, the hope I hear. Um, I guess I just wanted to ask you a question um, because it's just so, it feels infectious, you know, like you're like, I, I believe like certain energies attract certain energies. And I just believe that you probably have really good in your life because you're putting out such, um, such gratitude, you know, that's what I'm feeling from you. Um, so my question for you is um, I'm just wondering how you actually just a little bit about how you sponsor, um, you know, you said that you don't really believe in that black and white anymore. And I love that kind, compassionate, you know, like it doesn't have to be a certain way. Um, and I'm wondering if it carries through in your sponsoring. I'm just really curious about that. Yes, um, I'm going to I'm going to briefly talk about this and then you can call me and we can talk maybe a little bit more. Um, I am very. Um, Oh God, how do I say this in the uh, in the right way? Um, I'm very loving and 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 kind, and I I hold my hand with my sponsees, and I meet them where they're at. Um, and it is not. I'm very clear that this is their program and not my program, and it's nobody else's program. It is their program. And I am here to work with them. I am their mentor. I am their, I'm a compulsive overeater just like them. And I, I do not tell them what to do. We work together. We can talk more about that if you want to call me. All right. Thank you again for question and answer. We will move on to Leslie Kay. Take it away. Hey, Eileen, thank you so much for that wonderful share. Oh, good God. Um, I, I, you are, your well is much deeper than anyone would ever guess in that hat. But um, what, I, what I'm curious about, and by the way, I can't think of anybody I would rather work a newcomer table with than you. I mean, I think it'd be like Laurel and Hardy, you know, I hope we get to do it together at the birthday party. But um, I, what I, what I wonder about, and this is just a really wild question, but after you shared that brilliant share, you closed your eyes and you took in a deep breath. And I'm just wondering what that breath was about. And if you don't want to share, you can call me and tell me, but I, I love that moment that you took. After all that energy and all that positivity, you went inside and, and did something for you. And it was beautiful to witness. And I just really admire uh, all of you. Yeah. No, it was, oh my God. Thank you, God, I did it. And I hope that nobody asked me any questions that I can't answer. And I hope it was okay. And thank you for the hearts. And oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, I did it, it's over. That's what it was. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Amy B, you are up next. 
Thank you, Amy B. Compulsive Overeater, living very gratefully in a recovered state today. Thank you, Ian and Yvonne, for your wonderful services team Monday in November. Thank you so, so much for your service to this meeting, to everybody doing service tonight, and especially Eileen, I love you. And thank you so much for being sunshine, for being sunshine. And you know what? I'm going to say this like as a simpatico kind of thing. You are warm and glowy like sunshine. You are bright and 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 illuminating like sunshine. Um, you are. Uh, you, you are, you are a bright light. You are, you are incredible. I am so grateful to know you. Um, and I love how you talked about step four and I love the moment where you taught, where you, I don't even remember the word that you used at first. Was it, um, uh, I have to, or the struggle. And then you paused and you said, no, I don't want to affirm that. I have the opportunity. And that, like, this program is about thought interruption and redirection. And you did that live in that moment. You were, like, on a sort of, like, selfish or dishonest or fearful track or whatever it was, and you interrupted it and redirected it towards it's an opportunity. And that's what it says in the big book on the bottom of page 66 about step four, um, turning back to our list of resentments, it says it held the key to the future. Step four, figuring out these patterns, going through this inventory, this is an opportunity to find the key to the future because it shows me what, what from what I need to be redirected. And it starts to suggest the beginning of the suggestion of of what god wants me to be um this the inventory man uh what an opportunity to dig in and find uh, a, a different path a different way um it you know it says back in we agnostics that you know, the purpose of this book is to enable us to find a power greater than ourselves. And this is part of that live in action, you know, figuring out how to find that redirection by seeing where I've been tripping up. It holds the key to the future. That's a bold promise. Um, and it's full of hope. And you communicated that so beautifully. And I know a lot of people get like, I don't want to affirm that. Um, there is no reason to have any um, hesitation about step four because it is the key to the future. It's an opportunity. And um, that's a reminder. The, that's time. I pass. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amy. Uh, Yvonne, you're going to go up next, and that will be our last recorded share. Take it away, Yvonne. Thank you, Ivana, compulsive overeater. Eileen, my friend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I love you. Um, and, you know, you started off making a comment about how you um, like feeling really good. Oh, my gosh, you make me feel really good. Every time I come on this meeting, I'm scanning. It's like, oh, there's that smiling face looking back at me. There's just something infectious 
uh, about your energy, about the love that you just give off. And I'm just so looking forward to meeting you. I can't wait. Um, but there were some real important and key things that stuck out, stuck out for me in your share um, and talking about I can no longer be a victim. And that was like one of my favorite roles. I love the martyr and the victim thing, right? It was like, it's always my job to fix somebody else, to make everything right, to control everything that was going on. And that was really convenient because then I could blame everybody else when things went wrong. And it was like, oh, nobody's treating me well enough. Nobody's doing what I need them to do well enough. Um, and then you said, it's up to me. And for me, that's where I am in this program right now is there's the work. It's up to me not to fix everybody else and control everybody else. It's up to me to deal with me. I am the only and when you realize that and start to go there, you can't be a victim anymore or else you're being victimized by yourself, which makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and so that for me was a beautiful message. It's up to me. And then the other thing was being present for the feelings as an opportunity. And Amy mentioned that as well. And I am so trying to live there right now. I spent so long just quashing every single feeling that I don't even know what most emotions and feelings are. I just am starting to let myself feel them and go, ooh, that's kind of yucky. What is that all about? I don't like it, but I'm learning to start to just sit. And even that, it you know, all I'm trying to do at this point is just even recognize what the hell is that, um, which is a whole nother journey that I'm starting at 60 years old. But hey, I, it means I must have quite a bit more time here. I got a lot to figure out still. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for that beautiful share. Um, it really touched my heart. Thank you for the energy you bring. I love you. Thank you very much, Yvonne. All right. Can we stop the recording and then we'll keep going with the show?